And, and I know it's tricky, but how can I build when I am not selling right now? And, and I always get to that corner where I'm pushing the, the building, mm -hmm. but I don't want to show my people that I'm not capable because I'm not doing it. Right. And at the end of the day, that's, that's the... That's what I'm saying without saying anything. Sure. Well, I, I think that, um, you know, if you're building and not selling, either you, like I'm building and not selling, and I've been doing it for 16 years. So uh, it, it, when you're building and not selling, you either have credibility from what you've built, which is where, where I stand, or you're really good right. at, you're really good at giving somebody else the credibility. Okay. You're okay, just a, you're great. just a, you're just a conduit. Like I know that, yeah. you know, Fawn's being on here. I, I, I think about him often when he uh, runs ads and talks about how he's, uh, you know, like a recruiting manager for the Fitz group. Because, because in his mind, and I get it in his mind, it's like, who am I? What have I built? You know, that's what he's asking. And so he, he's, he, he is playing the role of something bigger that he's part of something bigger. Um, and, you know, I, when, I, when I first got started recruiting, you know, I, when I first moved out to Dallas, I felt like there was so much to do and I just couldn't figure out how to get it all done. I was so overwhelmed. I mean, I was 23. I had no experience, really. I mean, I had two months of experience selling insurance and zero experience in hiring and recruiting uh, and, and, you know, all that and training. I, had, I mean, I, I had nothing. That's what my father-in-law had told me before we moved out here. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you didn't know what you're doing. And you're moving to Dallas to start an agency. You don't know how to do that. Well, I'll figure it out. You know, that was, so when I first moved out here, my production tanked. As people ask me all the time, if I could go back and do something different, what would I do? One, I would, um, I would have started hiring sooner. And I waited, I waited a couple of months before I really started hiring. But two, I, I would have stayed in North Carolina longer selling before moving. Those are two things I would change in the early days. And so when I first got out here, my, my production tanked because I was running $800 a week in newspaper ads to recruit, you know, $3,200 a month. And my credit card bills were racking up quickly. And I just didn't figure out, I couldn't figure out how I had time to sell because I had all this recruiting to do. So, I mean, going back in time a little bit, when we first moved out here, the first week I was out here, I, uh, I flew out here. I was here for a week. I ran ads in the newspapers. I got a hotel at the Arlington Hilton, which is still over there on 360 near, uh, near Six Flags. You ever come to Dallas and go to Six Flags, the Hilton right there is where, I, where the Fitz Group got its start. Uh, I, 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 and in that week, I had interviews to do, and I had to find a place for Heather and I to live. Um, and so um, I, uh, I, I just I sat at a, a, a table in the, I found a little back table. It's kind of like I was the godfather or something. I had this table in the back of the restaurant and um, people would come in, you know, at their scheduled time, sit down and have an interview. And before I'd interview them, I'd, I'd slide the paperwork across and say, you need to fill this out before we talk. 
So basically I was getting them contracted before we even spoke and they're like, why, why would I do that? I go, cause what we're going to talk about is proprietary. And I mean, I'm not sharing with you if you don't share with me, you know, it's not complicated. If you don't sign and I had people get up and walk away and that's fine. But in that first week I recruited 14 people, 14 licensed agents. And it wasn't a week. It was like four or five days. I recruited 14 people. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, when I was calling back to Andy, and this is, we were working, working with a, a different marketing company as a long story about them, but we were working on a different marketing company. He had, he was connected with their CMO and I said, dude, you got to turn on the leads here hard. Like I need every lead. They, I just hired 14 people. I had no, I'm mean, again, I'm 23. I have no comprehension of what I'm doing or what's going on. But I was like, I need every stinking lead you can send me for an entire Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. You know, the entire six and a half million people. I need every lead you got. So I, I, I go back home and, um, and it, cause I, I, you know, the, the week long trip ended, I found us a place to live in the ghetto, um, <laughs> something we could afford. <laughs> and I, I go back home and I remember, um, I got notifications from F and G. It was the only company represented at the time notifications from F and G that half of the producers I had signed up had been turned down for credit. I did not have connections at the insurance company at that point to kind of fight for anybody. And I've since learned if someone gets turned down for credit, you probably don't want to fight for them anyway. Um, it's just going to end up being your problem down the road. But um, so I say all that to say when I came back here, cause it was a month later that I came back to, to live. I'd been here at the end of October and then a month at, at the end, at the end of this week marks the, the week that we moved to Dallas Thanksgiving. We left, uh, Thanksgiving in 99 from North Carolina and drove out here. And so when I got out here, I had all these leads coming in. And in my mind, the response was, I need to hire as fast as I can to handle all these leads because I by myself can't handle 50 leads a week. Now, if I'd, if I'd thought about it, if I'd had the you know, hindsight 2020, I would have marked off about three days a week and made sure I was taking care of at least 30 of those leads. <laughs> I mean, you get 50 leads a week. It's like cherry picking, man. You just call through and book what you book and pass out the rest. You know, so, um, <laughs> and I eventually started doing that. But the first six months, like my production tanked, I just thought I needed to recruit faster to handle all these leads. And and so I, I say that, Rocio, to say this, people were asking me how much money I was making, you know, because they see me, a 23-year-old kid, and they're looking at me, and <laughs> how much money are you making? I was lying to them. I told them 300000 a year. Uh, and then they would come to my apartment for a sales meeting and, and see where I lived, and they, they saw my car, and they, you know, saw my shoes that had holes in the bottom, and I didn't have money to get the, the, the soles rep repaired. You know, like it was they saw all that and, he, and they, they sniffed out that I was lying about making 300,000. So I'm trying to recruit without selling and, and faking my credibility. So I, I figured out the lying thing doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the truth always comes out. Right. And yeah. so, uh, I mean, always I'm, I'm right now telling my kids this, like the truth comes out guys, like don't lie. It's going to come out the truth. It's going to be worse when it does. But, uh, and so then I started pointing to Andy before I started getting back on the production train and getting that, that income down, I was pointing to Andy and I really was talking about how I'm building this agency. They'd ask me how much I'm making. I go, Oh man, I'm just getting started. But you, you got to talk to my friend, Andy. Like that's the guy I'm following my mentor. He knows what he, I don't even know how much money he's making. And I didn't I had no clue. 
I just knew that, you know, he went from zero production a month to 500,000 a month in six months. And so I, I mean, I just assumed he was making money. I mean, if he's making a 20 point spread, that's a hundred grand a month. You know, if he's making a 10 point spread spread, you know, it's, it's not bad. So uh, you're making 50 grand a month. You're making over half a million. So I just was pointing to him, pointing to him, pointing to him. I, I didn't point at me at all. And eventually I got the sales thing down. I started figuring out the balance of getting all the sales done and doing all the recruiting. And at that point I started throwing down the apps on the table saying, here's what I did, you know, what's up. And, uh, and that's, that's when I started earning the credibility in their eyes because of the recruiting that I was doing. Does that make sense? Excellent. Totally. Yeah, it does. And, and I like uh, pointing out I'm a manager to the fish group. Because yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to present it where it's real. Because I do like to be transparent with people at the same time. I don't want not to give them the support they need. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. Then, then uh, it totally makes sense. Then I can approach that. And even with the people that I do have credibility with, I can tell them. Right now, I'm just a manager. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not out in the field. And I mean, even for, to the point of you can yeah. say I'm a recruiting manager. Where you know I'm a recruiting manager. Yeah, a recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to one day have my own agency, but right now I'm working with the Fitz Group. Excellent. And and in reality, that's what we are doing. And yeah. And I value so much what you do, Fitz, because. People that have not done things in life have no clue all the time and, and effort you put in. And, and you could be, I don't know, traveling or doing something fun with you and your family and not investing so much time in the agency. And that's something I have never seen from any leader. And I appreciate you very, very much. Mm. And I, at the same time, I feel... Uh, in the obligation if I want to be part of the team to do something not mm. just to be a point or a number or a listening ear once in a while no I, I, I want to contribute somehow yeah. then if I can help by, by the connections I have made over the years and all the recruitment I have done for so many many years and 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 put people in a track that is going to be more stable. Yeah. No, it totally makes sense. And, yeah. and I'll use that approach on my new stage of rebuilding in, in, fit in the group. Yeah. Well, that, no, thank you. It's that approach that I think anybody can do. You know, I, I know some people come on board and they're like, I don't want to sell insurance. I go, man, trust me, I don't either. I never, <laughs> wanted to, I never wanted to sell insurance. That was never the plan. But, you know, if somebody's got a full-time job and, and while they're working that full-time job, they're bringing people on board and we're, it's a slower income, but we're slowly building an override income. I mean, it, it, you know, you turn around and before you know it, you got a thousand or $2,000 a month coming in from overrides part-time. And, and it, it, it seems like it takes a long time to build to that kind of income, but it happens quickly, uh, really. If somebody's diligent in reaching out and talking yes, to people right. and, and yes. introducing them to what we do. I mean, 
you look at all the all the network marketing and multi levels that are out there that are making such gobs of money, and they 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 most of them don't sell anything of real value, right? We do. I mean, we're selling life insurance. This is making sure that people don't lose everything they built when they die, and their family can keep it. You know, and Uncle Sam doesn't take half of it. Like it's this is real what we're selling, and if if we can get in the habit of bringing people on to something that is real. Um, I mean, it can, it can build rapidly. We just have to be diligent and consistent in that introduction. Yes. And, and yeah, and that gives me a route to approach the people that I know are in the fence and they're in the fence because they know everything I have touched, I have moved up and I have done things. Right. Then they not seen me gives the wrong impression about the group because yeah. they are looking at me instead of looking at the fifth group. Right. Well, that's, yeah. that's where you have to point. Say, don't, yes, don't, don't look at what I've got going on. I've going got all do. kinds of personal stuff going on for the last couple of years. Let, let, let me, let me get you connected to the Fitz group. These guys know what they're doing. They got plenty of success, plenty of fruit on the tree. Yeah, totally. And, and I trust you more than a hundred percent. Right. I, I, I feel very comfortable with anybody that goes with you and, and those things if they see it yeah, and if they want to put the time and effort to get it done. Right. No, it's, it's really good. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Absolutely. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com. To schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.